With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live from the Watchdogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas, you are listening to Watchdogs Radio. Watchdogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center of Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And now, here's the host of Watchdogs Radio, Keith Shoemaker. Well, good afternoon on the East Coast. Good morning on the West Coast. You are listening to Watchdogs Radio. This is our rollback week. Every uh, third week or so, we roll back to a Monday just to uh, switch it up a little bit here, kind of keep you on your toes, and uh, we just keep moving forward. But the one thing we want to make sure is when folks tune in on Tuesday at 12.30 Central, 1.30 Eastern, uh, there's going to be a show there, regardless of uh, if we're live or not. Uh, this week, it's on Monday. So, we would like to uh, welcome you. I'm your host, Keith Shoemaker. I am at the Watchdogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia. And from our mothership in Springdale, Arkansas, my good friend, my co-host, Mr. Chris Dan and our Chris, how you doing, my friend? Keith, I'm doing good, man. You know, it's Monday, uh, you know, for me. Uh, specifically, it's going to be a short week, so... Uh... You know, it's a little a little gloomy and rainy here, but uh, you know, the fall weather is definitely here. You know, break out the long oh, yeah. sleeves and the, and the and the light sweaters for right now. So it's a, just a nice, breezy, crisp morning with a little bit of rain. So uh, yeah. it, it's a good day, man. How are you doing? Good, good day, good day. Well, you know, uh, here in uh, and of course I'm in Cobb County, Georgia. The uh, the schools here are having their parent-teacher conferences this week, so the kids are loving this week because they only got a half a day of school. My daughter's already home. Uh, and, yes, she is downstairs working on her homework. But, uh, yeah, they're doing a half a day of school all week. Um, and uh, just remember, folks, uh, you know, parents, when, uh, when it's parent-teacher conference week, that is a, uh, that's a lot of work for the teachers. You know, they've got to do a lot of extra uh, prepping for each one of those individual conferences, especially, uh, you know, we have a lot of uh, larger class sizes, uh, so that's a lot more parents to deal with. So if uh, you are, uh, if your school is in parent-teacher conference week, uh, just kind of maybe uh, think a little bit more about your teachers. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe send them a little extra something. Maybe uh, help them out, buy them lunch uh, one day that week or something, but uh you know, just uh, just know that when you go in there for that conference, know that your teacher is uh, uh, prepared for you. They do an awesome, excellent job, but uh, that, it's, it's a tough week for teachers. So, um, oh, Keith, I couldn't agree out. more. I want to echo, echo those comments, you know, to the, those listeners out there. You know, 
you know, you know, show up on time and, and be, uh, you know, if he can and, and willing to have the funds, treat him to a lunch. Uh, you know, uh, also, you know, uh, you know, try to, you know, listen to the teacher, let them explain the the progress. Uh, uh, where the student is at that time and, and where they want to take them, you know, uh, there in the future and, you know, work with the teacher because they're there to help educate your child and to help pave the way for the future or make them a lifelong learner. So, you know, exactly. sometimes you do have to have that comf- the uh, confrontational meetings, but, you know, be there and, and listen and, and don't, you know, don't come there, you know, to point the finger, you know, work with the school oh, yeah, staff, yeah. work with the teacher and, uh, and, and bless, you know, bless his or her day. Well, you know, one of the things I uh, often say about, uh, you know, supporting your kids and, and uh, you know, promoting your kids and doing everything you you can for your kids, just remember they're the ones that are going to choose the nursing home you wind up in. So you want to make sure you're extra special taking care of your kids. So, That's well, right. Uh, Chris, we have, uh, we have been featuring a, a local top dog, a local hero of the hallways here uh, for the last few weeks, we've really enjoyed going through this, and, and we're working our way uh, sort of through the alphabet, and we have come to, uh, where are we at now, Chris? We uh way out on the East Coast now? Well, right now we are. We have uh, in the great state of Delaware, and uh, and so we have Carlos Dupreez, if I pronounce his name correctly. Uh, Keith, you and I had a pleasure meeting Carlos uh, yes. Back in was it October, uh, November, uh, about was that 2013? It's been a little while ago. Yeah, it's been 2012. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, Carlos, welcome to Watchdogs Radio. How you doing, my friend? Good, good, good. How are you? Good, good. Now uh, let's see. You are up there in the first state, uh, Delaware. Uh, tell us a little bit right. about uh, tell us a little bit about what you got going on up there. Yeah, the, here in Delaware is. Um, we have, um, I, I used to be part of the state PTA for about 10 years, and um, mostly working with the Hispanic population. And we have, um, uh, in corporate occasion, we have a great, great involve of the parents who always stayed in the background, and uh, they're coming forward to uh, to make sure that the kids, their own kids and the other mm-hmm. parents' kids who can participate in some of the activities uh, are being taken care of with uh, great education and um, uh, having them participate in uh, like every every other kid. So exactly. Delaware has been pretty good. Exactly. Well, now are you uh, are you planning on uh, coming to Atlanta for the uh, conference this week? We are start planning on that. Yeah, I need to work something out of work, but we're okay. trying. Okay, I know that feeling. <laughs> hey, hey, Carlos, tell tell us how you, when you came to Delaware, how how did you get involved with PTA? How did you, was it through your your, your kid's school, or, or how did you how did you, you know what 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 was, made you be interested in the PTA, and how did you get involved? Well, my my wife is a teacher, so I do understand uh, when you talk about the uh, the uh, conference week. I, I know exactly what it is, so it's uh, it's amazing. Um, she represents the state in one of the um, national conference. I believe it was in Ohio. Okay. And she she met the pre- the state president, and he um, he told her. Um, 
hey, if your husband is Hispanic, we need to find somebody in the board who is Hispanic. And at that time, I was running a social service social agency in Wilmington, Delaware, geared to Hispanic. And um, that's how I started. That's what I knew about PTA. I mean, where I come from, we don't have PTA. So that's what I find out about PTA, and I start getting involved and uh, okay. mostly working with the Hispanic population, like I said before. And um, that's what I find out about it. That was about 10 years ago. Now, uh, tell us what uh, what school your teacher or your teacher listen to me. <laughs> what school your wife worked at? Where does she teach? Uh, and it may be that way too. <laughs> <laughs> my wife, uh, she teaches in the Apoquinimic School District, in a school called Olive uh, B. Lost. She's a small group teacher, so she has all the kids from all the from all the grades who have mm-hmm. some type some type of um, um, learning disabilities. Oh, okay. Mm. okay. All right. Now, now tell us a little bit as far as what is Delaware PTA doing to get men involved in the schools? What's your male engagement program look like in Delaware? The male engagement program that, that is being working is uh, just bring the dad to school, bring the husband to school, bring the aunt. Just bring it over. Uh, let's try to uh, to take the world meetings and uh, change it to networking, uh, networking mm-hmm. night, networking day. Uh, be more involved uh, during the, um, the parents' conference. That table over there also is men on it, calling mm-hmm. the other men to come and join. Okay. Come and join. This is just that's that's can be the slogan, come and join. There you I go. Mean, now, l- let me ask you this, as far as uh, the Latin population in Delaware, have uh, have you been able to uh, work to engage the Latin population? Of course, you know, we know there's a, a, a little bit different um, element there, and that's something that we strive to, to engage those fathers. Is that, are you seeing a positive change? Parents have been positive has been positive. They just need to be in ask. Mm-hmm. They just need, they to, just need to be asked. Come mm-hmm. and join us. This is what we do. This is this is go beyond to sell cookies or sell this. It's beyond that. You will have a role. We're gonna give you a role to do. And when when they listen to that they they will be, they are more receptive to, to be part of the PTA. Exactly. It, not not looking for something to do, but there's something here for you to do. Here it is. Yes, this is what we want you to do. Boom, right here. It's, exactly. it's just that parents, they feel that they're going to go to another meeting. They, uh, mm-hmm. Most of uh, Hispanic parents in uh, a few of the schools who are dual language, they're people who work two, three jobs. They mm-hmm. just want to do something that they enjoy to do. Some parents like to do some uh, working with wood, uh, okay, we, we're going to prepare a set for this presentation that we're going to have in the school. Can you come and help us? It's just find what he li- what they like to do. Exactly. They just ask, ask them to come. All right. 
Well, Carlos, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. We're uh, once again we're with uh, Carlos. Help me with the last name. Is it Dupres? Dupres, you're right. Dupres. Dupres. Muchas gracias, mi amigo. Un placer. Carlos, you... thank you so much. And sorry you I, I mispronounced your name, but it's good to hear from you. Okay, excellent. Good to hear you guys. Thank you, thank you so much. Good job. And have, have a great day. Bye bye. All right. Now, as we're moving right along here, uh, as we move into uh, getting close to moving into our break here, I wanted to uh, talk very, very briefly, remind folks that uh, there is still time to register for the uh, National PTA Watchdogs Male Engagement Conference coming up uh, this weekend, uh, and it's right here in Atlanta, Georgia. So, uh, so if you get a chance, take a look. Go to PTA.org. And uh, learn about that conference. Chris, have you got your bags packed yet? Uh, hey, we can go over to this room, and, to the back room, and talk about that. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, right after our break, we will be back with uh, psychologist from Wake Forest University, Dr. Linda Nielsen. We look forward to uh, hearing from her here in just a few minutes. Dad, back to school time has come and gone. At the National Center for Fathering, we hope you connected with your kids over the summer. But just because your kids are back in school does not mean that you have to lose that connection. Over 4,000 U.S. schools have implemented the Dads of Great Students program, also known as Watchdog. This program gives fathers and father figures an opportunity to be engaged in their children's education during the school year. Call your school to see if a Watchdogs program is available in your area. If not, go to fathers.com watchdogs. Are you on the same team as your child's mother? Here's Carrie Casey, author and CEO of the National Center for Fathering and Father of Four on Today's Father. One of our sessions in our Quenching the Father Thirst training program is always powerful and often volatile. It focuses on dads learning to work as a team with their children's mothers, which is really tough in some cases. The program suggests an object lesson. All the men are divided into two groups and they appoint a leader to compete for them. Each man is given a set of Legos, and the object is to see who can build the best tower in a given amount of time. But there's a catch. While one man is free to build his tower with no special rules or restrictions, the other man has to do it with one hand behind his back. Not exactly fair, but it does make a point. After the time is up, the leader will ask, How did you do? And, of course, the guy with one hand behind his back will say, I was at a disadvantage. And the other competitor says something like, it felt pretty good. No problems. Sometimes those obvious examples are what it takes to get through to guys. But this is a clear illustration that even when the dad and mom have differences, it's in the best interest of the child to use both hands. Now, this is not an easy topic. I know many divorced dads and men who are in a struggling marriage are truly dedicated to their children and involved in their lives, sometimes more than dads in strong marriages. 
I also know that sometimes, despite a man's best efforts, the children's mom isn't willing to cooperate with him when it comes to parenting. That's tragic for his kids. And it wouldn't seem fair to refer to that kind of committed dad as working with one hand behind his back. He's doing pretty well at making the most of a tough situation. Still, I also can't deny the great advantage it is to dads when we can work as a team with our children's mother, married or not. Melanie and I have done that, and I know my children are better off for it. Dad, I hope you'll work on a respectful, cooperative relationship with your child's mom, even if you aren't married. Put aside your adult concerns and focus on what's best for your child. Keep an open dialogue with her and give each other a lot of grace. Find a way to use both hands for your child's benefit. This is Kerry Casey for Today's Father. Today's Father is brought to you by the dads at fathers.com. If you go to fathers.com right now, you can download our free ebook for dads, The Five Things Every Kid Must Get from Dad. We're certain it'll help you. Again, that's fathers.com or call 800-593-DADS. Thanks for listening, Dad, and keep up the good work. Dad, have you ever wanted to know what my day is really like at school? Now you can find out. You can be a watchdog for a day at my school. Dog stands for Dad's a great student. Watchdogs are great. They greet me and my friends at the door in the morning and spend time with us in our classrooms. At lunch, at recess, and at the end of the day, they make sure we go safe. I know my education is important to you, and I would be so proud if you could come. Madison's dad has already volunteered, and he is coming back again soon. I love you, Dad. Go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Hi, this is Katie Greer of KL Greer Consulting, and you're listening to Watch Dogs Radio. And here we are back for part two of Watch Dogs Radio. We are here on Rollback Monday. It is uh, Monday in the South. I am Keith Shoemaker at the Watch Dogs Radio studio here in Atlanta, Georgia, and at the mothership is my good friend Chris Dannenauer. Chris, you on the line there? I am Keith. Hey, there you are. Well, uh, you know, what I did want to mention that PSA that we did about a year ago. I don't know if you saw it on our Facebook page. Um, the uh, with the young lady there trying to uh, convince her dad to come in and serve as a watchdog. Um, she's actually facing some health challenges, so we want to uh, kind of keep her uh, her in our thoughts and prayers. Her name is Marquina Brown, and um, She's facing some uh, some pretty serious challenges, so hopefully uh, we'll be able to uh, send her some good thoughts, wishes, and, uh, and prayers. Yeah, definitely, in, uh, definitely, Cambridge, definitely, Ohio. definitely needed. Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, we have a special treat. Our special guest today is Dr. Linda Nielsen. Now, uh, Dr. Nielsen has been on Watchdogs Radio once before, We've uh, and, and she's also done some work uh, with the National Center for Fathering over the years. And uh, just some of the things that uh, research that she's done, some of the uh, statements that she's able to make with some background behind it are really kind of fascinating to me. So I wanted to bring her back onto Watch Dogs Radio, and, and we always enjoy hearing from her. Dr. Linda Nielsen, welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. I appreciate your asking me back. Well, uh, we really enjoyed it and uh, wanted to uh, go over a couple of things. Now, we've got some, some stuff on the horizon um, that uh, you and I had discussed briefly about uh, what we were going to talk about. But one of the, a couple of statements that you made the last time we talked, I wanted to let you know that 
um, I would say just about every presentation I have made since the last time we have talked, I have mentioned your name. And uh, I have uh, talked about uh, two statements that you made. One um, was your, uh, your grocery store analogy, which, uh, which I love. And, uh, and the other thing is the uh, – and I wanted to make sure that I'm saying this right. Is, was, it a, was it an actual study or a survey that you did where college-age women actually feel that their daddy figure – disappeared from their life, a, a large number uh, feel that their daddy figure disappeared from their life at about the level of middle or high school. Can you tell me a little bit more about, a little more background behind that, because that just really fascinates me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been a number of research studies done on that, one of which I did, but the um, culture that we live in brainwashes us in terms of certain expectations we have for father-daughter relationships. And part of that brainwashing is that we are sent the message that when a daughter becomes a teenager, when she starts to become a young woman, that the father is supposed to back out of her life a little bit more and leave the center stage to the mother and daughter. And mm-hmm. in fact, what the research is showing us is that this is the worst time for a father to step back out of his daughter's life, that it's more important for him to step further into her life during the teenage years because this is where she's getting into the most dangerous territory in terms of peer relationships and dating and sexual decision-making. So Mm -hmm. the message that um, we want to unbrainwash the fathers and the daughters and the mothers is to get the research message that says during the teenage years, fathers should not pull away from their daughters, and should spend just as much time with their daughters, especially time alone, as they did when she was younger. In other words, don't step back and let the mother run the show. Step Mm -hmm. up as a father and remain as involved with your daughter as you were while she was um, a younger child. Exactly. Now, can you tell us where where to reach out and and grab that information, or is there any Mm -hmm. specific place to get that? Um, there, are num- there are dozens and dozens of studies showing that. I've written mm-hmm. several books on the topic, so anybody mm-hmm. who just Googles my name, you'll find um, probably the, the friendliest book is called Between Fathers and Daughters, and it reviews that research for fathers and for daughters and gives both the father and the daughter specific advice about how to build a stronger relationship during the teenage and young adult years. Okay, and uh, before we get out of here, I'll make sure we uh, we mention your web page so that uh, people can find that information. Now, the the other thing that we talk about, and we get a lot of questions about this. You know, we're you know we're a father involvement, father engagement organization, but we can't be the family court judge. You know, we can't make a school do a certain thing. You know, that is all uh, local level, locally run. But uh, there are some changes coming about. Uh, nationwide as far as uh, joint custody, father, uh, father engagement. Uh, what are some of the, uh, the, the cases and the uh, legislation that's going on out there? Mm-hmm. Well, part of what is happening in our country now is a greater appreciation or more awareness of how important fathers are in children's lives. Even though we've had research on this for 50 years, we've had a hard time getting that research across to people. Now that fathers are much more involved in their children's lives, when the parents stop living together, whether or not they've been married or whether or not they're officially divorced, more and more fathers are now realizing 
this every other weekend with your kids is nonsense. You cannot be a father every other weekend. At best, you can be an uncle. That's it. You can't do parenting every other weekend. So this is now being reflected in a lot of the state custody laws where they're revisiting those laws and trying to put them more in line with research. Specifically, Mm -hmm. the standard in our country has always been after the parents separate, dad gets every other weekend and a midweek visit on Wednesday night, which is the silliest and most ridiculous (laughs) schedule for parenting especially when the kids become teenagers because they're going to Mm -hmm. resent having to spend time with you on the weekend, and they're certainly not going to want to spend a Wednesday evening with you and then have to go back to mommy's house. Mm -hmm. So what is happening now, particularly, for example, in North Dakota right now, they have a shared parenting bill that they are voting on in November, and that will change the custody laws to say that the starting point the standard starting point will be a 50% timeshare. The kids will Mm -hmm. live with each parent half-time. You won't have to go to court. You won't have to hire lawyers. You won't have to spend $50,000 to argue that position in court. It will be just like a seatbelt law. Everybody's Mm -hmm. required to wear a seatbelt. Of course, that doesn't apply. Exactly. That's the baseline. Of course, it does not mean that parents who are unfit, parents where the children would be unsafe in that parent's presence, obviously that law does not apply to them. So we don't need to go grabbing goofy situations and saying, oh, you're going to force children to live half-time with each parent when one of the parents is an alcoholic or when the mother is clinically depressed. We're talking about the typical person going through a divorce or separation. So this is big news now for fathers because it is not a father's rights issue. Uh, Mm -hmm. We need to just drop that term. That's nasty and silly and uncalled for to use that kind of phrase to shut down the conversation. Mm -hmm. This is not about father's rights. It's about children's right to have two parents actively involved in their lives, even if their parents are no longer living together. So we're seeing more and more states now coming forward, letting the voters vote on this issue. Now, in North Dakota, it's a statewide referendum coming up here in uh, in about 15 days, actually. Yes, yes. It's uh, And right now it's 50% in the surveys, 50% of the people say they're going to vote for that bill, 20% undecided, and uh, the 25% opposing it, mm-hmm. uh, I must tell you that much of that funding, it's been revealed that much of the funding that's against that bill, much of the Mm -hmm. advertising that's against that bill, is coming from lawyers' organizations. Oh, imagine that. (laughs) Oh, imagine that. (laughs) Yes, you know. In other words, who is to lose if if we change our custody laws are the lawyers who make a good living off of fathers and mothers having to go to court so that they can have shared parenting. Instead, if we start well, with of course, lawyers and parents too, they got to make a living, right? <laughs> this is true. This is true. They can, uh, I'm sure, find other ways to help families. Um, exactly. So now, now we talked about North Dakota. What are some of the other states that are currently having uh, working legislation? Do you do you have that right offhand? Uh, I can name you a few of them: Wisconsin, Minnesota, 
um, Massachusetts, Florida. Last year, in fact, that bill passed in Florida. It mm-hmm. passed through their legislature, and the governor vetoed it. Wow, okay. In Florida, okay? It passed. Mm-hmm. The voters voted for it. The legislators voted for it. The governor vetoed it. That's interesting. So, you know, we, this, this shared shared parenting really means we want the fathers to remain in the picture just as much as they were when the parents were living together. Mm-hmm. And our current custody laws cut the father out of the picture. Exactly. And it's been frustrating to see. You know, we hear and we see uh, so many stories that, uh, you know, and, and it's a very, very, uh, it's a tough issue. It really is. Uh, and mm-hmm. different situations are, you know, are, are all different. Well, um, that uh, that time went very, very quick, Dr. Nielsen, and it is uh, it is already time to uh, start winding down. So, uh, if you could give us your uh, your information as far as your webpage and uh, how do we get information on Dr. Linda Nielsen at Wake Forest? Right. If they'll just type in Linda Nielsen, Wake Forest University, it will um, drop a webpage with all this information we've discussed today. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, and we look forward to having you back again at some point uh, or maybe be a a regular guest here on Watch Dogs Radio. Uh, We have a a lot of fun here. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Uh Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us in another edition of Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information on the Watch Dogs program and how to bring this great program to your school, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Remember, the only schools that don't have a Watch Dogs program are the ones that just don't know enough about us. And now for Eric and Chris and the staff at the Watch Dogs National Office in Springdale, This is Keith Shoemaker. Be sure to join us next week. Have a great week. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.